Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Money FM 89.3. It is drive time. Elliot Danker, Timothy Go, as well as Chua Tian Tian with you. It's time for us to work, Tim, because uh, here's a segment where we take a look at numbers and how it could affect a lot of things. Yes, and Chua Tian Tian is looking at that, of course, but we will be right along with you, Tian Tian. Right, and we'll be looking at how Singapore markets close for the day, the biggest movers, sectors, companies to watch, and how to better help you position your portfolios. So a quick recap of how we started the Day Singapore shares rose in early trade today following mixed activity in the US and Europe. And now off to the closing numbers. The benchmark STI closed up 0.36% at 3,377 points. In terms of value turnover, we are looking at 1.1 billion Sing dollars. Gainers outnumbered losers 331 versus 182. Top advances for the day JMH USD, New and Jardin Cycle and Carriage, some automakers there. Top decline. Miners for today, Assembridge, UOB and SGX. So in terms of companies to watch, we have a number of REITs announcing their distribution per unit number, uh, which includes Capital Land Integrated Commercial Trust, DPU, up 2.7% year-on-year for the second half of FY 2022. Now, for a quick look on how the Singapore stock market ended the day and what to watch, we're joined by Jeff Ng, Senior Currency Analyst at MUFG. Hi, Jeff. Yes, hi, brief thing. Thanks for having me on the call. Agreed to have you as our first uh, market view guest today. So, uh, Jeff, the Singapore stock market started the day higher and ended higher as well. How likely is it for the STI to end the week higher because we have already recorded two days in the red? Yeah, I think overall we have seen the STI you know, crawl up over the past year or so. I think recovering from the post-pandemic lows. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it does look like uh, things are looking pretty buoyant you know, ahead of the US FOMC decision. I think you know now uh, we are we are we are in fairly you know optimistic uh, you know times, and I, I'm just wondering whether you know after the FOMC decision and all the uh, talk thereafter, whether be any you know market reaction, profit taking, and right. such. So yeah, perhaps some uh, more volatility after the, the FOMC meeting, which may cause uh, some more volatility. Mm, there's that V word, volatility, Jeff. But uh, which are the levels to watch for the STI, in your opinion? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, for, for me, I don't really cover equity markets in, in terms of having some price targets, but I think looking at your know, technicals uh, per, per se, I think we are at levels that they are close to, let's say, the 2022 highs and perhaps even pre-pandemic uh, highs in, in 2019. So, yeah, any breaks beyond these levels, I think will imply that uh, I think things are fa- looking fairly bright on, on, the, on the equity market side. But of course, if, if uh, there's any correction, I think if we look at uh, recent move, I think, you know, some of the year-to-date lows, like close to the 3,000 level will also uh, play out uh, in terms of uh, having some correction, you know, uh, if, if uh, that really happens. But uh, I think for now, uh, markets remain fairly buoyant. And uh, in fact, like, like what I mentioned, we're moving on the recovery fund rather than uh, retreating. Jeff, without having to mention company names, uh, what sectors should we be paying attention to? Well, given that, for example, the main focus is on the U.S. Uh, FOMC, I would in, uh, imagine those that are more interest rate sensitive. So I think some of the uh, com- companies uh, that are more property related because uh, these are quite interest rate sensitive. Mm-hmm. And I think alongside, for example, the, the industrials because of all the economic activity, uh, volatility, you know, the uncertainty in terms of how, let's say, U.S. growth will turn out, China growth will turn out. Yeah, this will likely be... Uh, those that will be kind of uh, interesting and uh, you know key to watch out for. 
Hmm. And uh, Jeff, uh, looking at the REIT sector, you're talking about property. The REIT sector took a beating last year. According to the smart investors, down 12% year on year. Uh, no thanks to that high inflation and surging rates we saw, but a number of them reported distribution per unit recently. Seems like things are looking up instead. So what is the outlook for the REIT sector looking ahead into 2023? Any major uh, movements tomorrow then? Well, I think if the U.S. is starting to signal at the end of uh, you know rate hikes, at least maybe the the worst of a higher you know interest rate moving higher may be over, even though they may stay mm. high for some time. So this may also weigh on the the local rates front. Uh, but I think yeah, I think the the good part is that for for example, if uh, the the demand side is uh, fairly positive, like what you mentioned in terms mm. of the distribution per unit, so uh, if that's looking positive, I think that will help to support some of the the rates uh, going forward. Actually, Jeff, you mentioned earlier on about China reopening and we're talking about REITs, right? So what are you looking at right now? Industrial versus commercial and hospitality. I mean, when you put China's REIT travel, uh, sort of revenge travel into picture, March should be quite crucial. Mm, Indeed. I think for now, sentiment is very buoyant. I feel that like pricing is already at the second half of the year, but fundamentals continue to be subdued. I think for one, the Lunar New Year distortion, the COVID outbreak in China may mean that the uh, the normalization level still remain fairly low. I think by the second half of the year, we could be looking at you know the the, the tourists uh, from China looking closer to fifty percent of uh, normal levels. I think that will continue to be supportive of uh, some of the hospitality sectors. Uh, but I, I think the, there's also another one like the, the industrial sector because for for now, uh, near term, uh, I think the, the the concern is that the economic downturn in the US and and, and China may take a biting. Uh, but I think by the second half of the year, if uh, China's reopening is more robust than expected. Uh, there will be more exports and uh, support for the sector. All right, Jeff, uh, with the U.S. Fed's announcing its first decision for 2023, what would be the ideal decision here for you? I think uh, we are fairly dovish. Uh, from MUFG, we see a 25 basis point uh, rate hike uh, in uh, February and a final one perhaps uh, in March. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that will bring the peak rate to around 4.75 uh, uh, to 5.00 from the FOMC rate. Uh, so I think that will help to stabilize expectations because yield differential has been a key factor between the U.S. and uh, other uh, you know, e- economies and other markets uh, over the past year. So with a more stable yield differential, I think uh, that will help to at least stabilize uh, some of the sentiment uh, as uh, I think the, the global economy continues to move further. Right, and Jeff, uh, two parts to this question. One is, uh, judging by if we're expecting a 25 basis points, where do you think the Singapore stock market will move uh, tomorrow at the open? And also, uh, I know you're an expert on currencies, so uh, analysts from Goldman Sachs, OCBCs and, and more, they have been making short calls on the same dollar. So what are we expecting if 25 BPS is on the cards? Yeah, I think markets have already been expecting that. So sometimes if uh, you, are, you are selling on facts and, and buying on uh, expectations, uh, so uh, that may mean some profit-taking in the near term. But I, I wouldn't uh, be uh, an expert in, 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 and give my views for overnight mm-hmm. movements for, for now. Mm-hmm. But I think in terms of uh, the Singapore dollar, uh, I think that could also translate to that because we have seen a lot of uh, the Asian currencies as well as the Sing dollar gaining against the US dollar since uh, November. So we anticipate you know, some more a two-way move between uh, some dollar strength and then some thing strength uh, uh, interchangeably uh, over the first quarter before I think fundamentals uh, turn uh, more unfavorable for the US dollar and that may mean uh, some modest gains for the sing dollar ahead of the US dollar for the for the coming quarters, especially heading to the end of the year.
Hmm. All right. Thank you very much, Jeff. That was Jeff Ng, Senior Currency Analyst at MUFG. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.